Welcome into Hanging Out Fantasy. My name is Nick Humphreys. Tonight, I am hanging out with Colin. The playoff. The playoffs for New Year. That seems like... Yeah. Uh, seems like what other people happen? might want to steal that from you, considering you there's like six other... I am Nick, the playoffs Humphreys, and this is Colin, the playoffs for New Year. Yeah, it's a little is... Nick. There's only six of us. Okay. Like a gang. Yeah. We are a gang. We have our own little text group. Who's did you start that today? Yeah, I just I've been holding back talking shit, you know, because you don't want to talk shit. Now it's like I can't fucking lose. So let's, right. yeah, let's rock and roll. Lucky yeah, Colin, to be here. Colin started a group with the six playoff people, and the shit talking has started. So, like I said, the playoffs are here, and the regular season is over. Week fourteen. Um, was a little bit crazy. I mean, I don't know Abysmal. the way things. Like, if you look at the scores, dude. Oh, we had our we had the year low, yeah. uh, score, like a weekly hey. score. Yeah, I I will say this. <laughs> I was the previous low with sixty eight point six points, and somebody got less than that. So I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and say it now. Condolences. Yeah, there's a certain member. I mean, this you week really mattered. There was a lot that happened this week. week. Yeah. I mean, it was the – honestly, Dylan, we'll just say right now, had the best odds to get in, yeah. and he had a catastrophic week this week with that record low score. And, I mean, we'll get into it, but holy shit. Well, this it hit is the a, fan. Thoughts and, pra- thoughts and prayers, Dylan Pod. Yeah, especially since we've been a pro Dylan Pod all season this is just rough on everybody here um so if you hear my voice sort of cracking it's because i've been crying a little bit oh i'm not gonna lie nick that got me in the playoffs so colin just been Dylan, i feel bad for you buddy but fuck yeah let's go <laughs> colin's been celebrating all day no dude if i was uh yeah it's tough but i'm in um how about this the highest scoring matchup of the week was Tyler versus Thomas. They had 293. We'll call it 294 between the two of them. So pretty good week or pretty good That's matchup. Not I surprised to hear Tyler's name. Right. No. Tyler. And it's not surprising. He is the best individual performance of the week with 162 and a half. So yeah, he is. <laughs> Looking strong, heading into the playoffs there. He won that matchup against Thomas. The worst individual performance of the week, like I said, was Dylan. He had 66.58 points, which is two points less than uh, the previous low. So I will say from everything I hear, I mean, obviously we knew there were six buys this week and that was going to affect some teams. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a good point. And Dylan was feeling it, but. You know, I've heard there there have been a lot of stories like this this season. Like this week, I mean, people got killed between T. Higgins and then a bunch of other injuries and these buys. I mean, it was a fucking hell of a last week of the finals uh, of the uh, regular season. And it's just yeah. like, you know, we're, we're, we're playing fantasy football, so – the people who create the schedule of the NFL are not thinking about us when they do that. Well, guess what, Nick? They probably should. 
Yeah, maybe think a little bit about the fantasy. I mean, but also just like <laughs> for in the NFL in general, like people this team should not have buys like that late in the season. Dude, like right, they're playing yeah. so long. I just feel like it's a that's a whole nother topic and but uh Ooh, I we could talk about that at some point. I yeah. Don't know. Yeah, that's a whole nother topic. But anyways, it was a crazy week. And Dylan felt it, surely did. And other guys around the league felt it as well. And we uh, will get into how it all panned out because it was a weird. A lot of people backdoored their way in. And some people got locked out, like, uh, you know. Yeah. With the, with Dude, the, I mean, it's like, let's go through. You want to go just do a quick breakdown of the matchups? Yeah, let's do it. All right, we'll start with me and Mike. I won this matchup 159 to 132. And you you had to be nervous. I was very nervous, very nervous, especially because Mike. Two good scores, but he could have beat you. Mike had uh, the Patriots guys on Monday and James Conner. And so I was nervous. Ramondre got hurt. So that was good for me. And T. Higgins had a zero coming out. Goose egg. Like what, after the he first didn't play get hurt, did he? He, got he was hurt. like hurt going into it, and they said he was good to play, and then he aggravated it during warm-ups, and they didn't let mm-hmm. him play. So that's one of those cases where the cue did matter. The cue did matter there. So that sucks for Mike. Honestly, if those two guys would have played like normal, Mike would have probably won this game. Yeah, was, which is scary. I mean, you And he had Tyler Huntley, his quarterback, who, who, who replaced didn't do that Lamar. Great. He got hurt. Came out with a concussion. Dude. So Mike that just had a, an unlucky week with injuries. But I'll take the win. Yep. Good win. Moving. Good moving. Yeah, it was a good score. It was a good week for me. Um, Next matchup, we'll talk about you versus Lucas. I think Lucas had a great week, obviously. 144.76. Lucas, there's the decimal. Yep. To Collins, 126.9. I mean, pretty close. Not a bad week for either of you, but... Yeah, hats off to Lucas. Team came out finally. Yeah, he put up... I mean, finally got some of these guys back from, like, injury and shit, and he's he, actually he's got, to like, be pumped about Keenan Allen. Going. Oh, yeah. If Keenan Allen stays like, healthy the rest of the year. Like, he he actually has a good... Everyone's back in. Like all those, right yeah, his line, starting line is better than mine. Obviously, he had two single-digit performances, which were Mark Andrews, which is surprising. I, I mean, maybe not surprising considering their backup quarterback got yeah, hurt. Yeah, and it was a weird out. game too. But he should be like a good a good player on his team, and it's t- tough not to start him week to week. And then his kicker Tyler Bass had nine points. Other than that, he had several twenty-point weeks and all other double-digit points. So that's good for him. I will say something. Something about my starting lineup, you can't yeah. trust the freaking articles and projections. That Homer guy, Seattle, the like backup, backup running yeah. back. I thought I was like a sneaky. Did genius. somebody else play in front of no. him? He got like the touches, almost the touches he was supposed to, but he just sucked ass. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's obviously why he's. And I started him over starting. Fournette. Yeah, but everyone else was hurt. Well, I know. I mean, projected 15 and a half. 
Yeah. And maybe it was the game script too. I don't really know how the game went, but I I do know they were down for most of the game and then uh they were throwing the ball like in the second half. That's a good point. So I and I don't know if he was really the pass catching guy out of the backfield. But yeah, I mean It was worth a shot. Try. I mean, it was a good pick. I thought it would be yeah. a good play. I mean, I would have played I, him too. Because you're, you're right. I mean, the vol- volume is king. Right. At least when you when you don't know like anything else. Volume. I mean, it, I guess I was looking at it, but either way, it wouldn't have mattered. Luke beat me. I mean, even if I put Fournette in there, didn't matter. It right. was worth a shot. Five extra points. Yeah. So good. Good week for Lucas, and it's tough for Colin, but uh, it is what it is. Next one, we'll look at Matt versus Shuey. Matt won this one, one forty-four to Shuey's one thirty-six. I do think Another this one, one, a lot of people are probably rooting for Matt. Yeah, the, all those guys Us in the middle playoff boy. Yeah. Yeah, me, I know. I was. All those middle guys wanted Shuey to lose. So thank you, and, Matt and Elliot. Yeah. Um. Should we? I mean, they both had good weeks. This was this was probably the best matchup, right? Closest. It was close. Yeah, looking at Shuey's th- like starting lineup, all double digits except for one guy, and that's Jeff Wilson Jr. who got hurt, and he had two point five points. Oh, dude, he could have won if he didn't get hurt. I mean, it, he he only it was, lost so it was by one forty four point oh eight points. Matt one thirty six oh six. Josh. Shuey did leave Ninjoku on the bench, who had 18 points, and Pickens, who had 10 points. So if either of those guys were in, he would have won this one. But, you know. And he had Kenneth Walker out. Yeah, Kenneth Walker being out was really bad for him. I mean, it's not like you had him in the starting lineup. But that's going to suck for him in the postseason here. Looking at Matt's team. Pretty solid. I mean, 144 is not the best uh, um, week Matt's had, but definitely solid and serviceable and got him the win. I feel like every time I look at his lineup, he's got some random dude that he just got on waivers. Didn't he just pick up that chart guy? It's like always in that same play. Yeah, he's just – he's flexing like random waiver guys every week. Every single thing you read this week is to get DJ Chark. Yeah. And I looked at him last week and I was like, nah pass he, he's been Good injured job, all season detroit's been eh all season and then all of a sudden now they have a good offense and they have a decent defense and they're in like every game they play and dj chark is a big downfield receiver and they're fucking throwing the ball around dude they had like four yeah, different guys catch a touchdown pass they look good they do so that's good for mike or i'm sorry that's good for matt and um he only had one bad performance, and that was Michael Carter, who got him three points. Other than that, a bunch of uh, good double-digit scores up there. So that's that matchup. Next one, we're going to look at the Twister versus Thomas. Thomas lost this one, 131 to the Twisters, 162.5. Sheesh. I was rooting for Thomas. And he, he put up a good <laughs> fight. He he yeah, up he a did. Good fight. Yep. Jared Goff 
Yeah. 32 points. That's it's about time it's, Thomas got some yeah, points out of his quarterback, quarterback points. And Eckler did Eckler things. 26 or something like that. But then he had Kareem Hunt, Corey Davis, Brandon, Brandon McManus, who all had 10 points between the three of them. Duds. That's not good. Tyler, on the other hand, he, uh, he, dude, his team is so fucking good. He had Travis Etienne got five points and CeeDee Lamb had eight points. But somehow the rest of his team got him 150 points. Like, it's like crazy. McCaffrey, CMC, stud. And he's got that fucking Dude, Jamar, Jamar Chase, Chase, which is looking pretty good for He T. texted me Thursday night about Devontae Adams after he caught one pass and he was talking about how sick it was. And then it's like I'm watching Jamar Chase against the Browns. I'm like, dude, fuck that. I texted him. Jamar, I, I texted him Jamar Chase over Devontae Adams. I think Jamar Chase is better. Yeah. But I mean, when he did that trade, you know, he was coming back. Oh, He's dude. Questionable. You didn't know, but he had faith. So yeah. I mean, I was good trying trade. to get Jamar Chase too. Fuck. I know you I were. knew he was gonna be good. But yeah. So Tyler scary is fucking lineup. strong going into the postseason here. Yeah, scary for sure. We'll see how it plays out. Thomas's team really doesn't look that bad. He's got Not some at pieces. All. He's got some decent pieces on there. And yeah, uh Patterson, Claypool and by. Yeah. I mean his team's looking kind of similar to like Luke's, like they're getting healthy. If Jared like Goff some of the guys keeps are playing right. well in the in uh, Detroit keeps playing well. That's going to be big for Thomas down the stretch here. All right, moving to the next one. Ungi versus Blake. Ungi won this one 111 to Blake's 83. Not a good week for Blake. And I will say this he didn't have any zero burgers up there, but he had <laughs> a geez, lot of single digits. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Single digit performance. That's that is bad. It was the burger of his lineup because you know, right. the top we, we got Josh Allen quarterback up top, and then 22 and a half for Josh Allen, 12 points for his kicker, and then everything in the middle was singles. Holy shit, seven, 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 six, six, six. That's crazy. Oh, little devil. Oh, okay. Whoa, watch out. Tyler. He did leave J.K. Dobbins on his bench, and he had twenty-two and a half points. So that kind of sucks for him. This is, a, to me looks like a down week for Buffalo. The, the, yeah, nothing to be worried about. I mean, they played the Jets, who are good. Their, their secondary their defense is solid. Yep. On the other side, Ungi, uh, the Canton Browns, Deshaun Watson, not great, seventeen points. Nick Chubb, disappointing. 9.8 points. Woof. But um, it doesn't matter. Ungi got the win. He had other like nice performances, but nothing like standout, honestly. No 20-point performances from his squad. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm expecting out of Ungi. He was kind of affected by the bye. <laughs> well, actually, yeah. no. He had Aaron Rodgers he, on the bye. This is his last win. Well, he left Peoples-Jones on the bench, 21 points. Dalton Schultz on the bench, 14 points. So, he has got some meat on the bone, but I don't know. It's Poor like, management. 
like looking uh, at Lucas's, playoff material. <laughs> looking at Lucas's team versus Ungi's team this week. Obviously, Lucas had a great week, but I don't know. I I don't know. Ungi's receivers are fucking good, so I don't know. Maybe I'm just looking at you some recency Lucas, bias here. Yeah, I'm saying Lucas's team that doesn't look that bad. I mean, they put up 144, right? And so I don't know. All right, next one and the last one. This is our pillow fight of the week. Dylan lost. He had 66 and a half points to Tom Roth's 93 points. And both of these guys were beat up. Uh, Dylan played Alexander Madison over Chuba Hubbard. Um, Chuba had 20 points on the bench. Alexander Madison had negative one rushing yards for point one total points i mean i'm sure he had like a maybe a catch he had two rushing attempts for minus one yard <laughs> so that is not what you want to see but i will say this well wait before i get to the positives he also had the vikings defense for minus six points so and then dj moore he got injured so that's kind of excusable but he had less than one point so, so not that, good for Dylan. Yeah. Um, the one positive that's fucking sucks, dude. I mean, yes, it that does. Just sucks. The one positive for Dylan is number one, Jalen Hurts is still amazing. He had 33 and a half points this week. Um, number two, Dylan was crippled by buys. And so when he gets to some of these guys back, I mean, it's not going to, this, his roster is not going to look the same. Good point. And he had, yeah, his main defense is on by. He probably streamed right. Minnesota. Tough that, call. That's, that's it. It's just a tough week to have a lot of buys. Yep. Just because they're so important. Yep. And then Tom Roth, he is not in good shape going into the postseason. Kyler Murray is his quarterback and his namesake, Murray Muppets, got hurt, I believe, torn ACL. Yeah, Murray in the torn knees. Yeah. So that's not good. Um, Maybe it was an MCL, whatever it is. Was it MCL? And it, and it was non-contact. I was watching it, yeah. and he just fell. So Tom has Jarek McKinnon and left him on the bench, which kind of sucks. He, he, he had him in the starting lineup until Joe Mixon, like, was cleared to play. And then he put Joe Mixon in, which was fine. Joe Mixon I would have done that. Points. And you just cannot bench Saquon Barkley. He only had seven and a half points, but it just—I mean, Tom, I think didn't he Tom get got hurt? the win, or, or wasn't he? Saquon hurt? get hurt? Wasn't it? Be, he was maybe he was a Q banged up. Yeah, for a neck. Oh yeah, yeah, he, he did have a Q because of a, a neck injury, like in the middle of the week. Anyways, Tom had uh, the big performance from Jarek McKinnon, but it was on the bench. So, hey, when's a win? A win is a win, and it uh, helps Tom ultimately because, as we'll discuss in a second, I think he just earned himself a spot on level two of the pit, which is Whoa. not the worst place to be down there. So, um, yeah, that kind of rounds out the the matchups for this week. We want to try to do that real quick. Do you want to talk about the top 12 players real quick from the week? Yeah. All right, this one is crazy. Number one, Evan Ingram 
who is a free uh, agent in our league right now. He had 41 points. I don't think he's a free agent anymore. Someone claimed him. Everyone hey. forget to <laughs> everyone forget to do your waivers tonight. <laughs> uh, he is Jacksonville's tight end. And then Jacksonville's quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, was number two with 39 points. Jarek McKinnon, number three on Tom's bench with 36 and a half points. Oh, by the way, Trevor Lawrence was on Dylan's bench. It's tough to – you would never play Trevor Lawrence over Jalen nope. Hurts. And, no, and Jalen Hurts still had a great game. Also, right. that was just – I think – wasn't that just a super good matchup for them? Who did they play? It was. They played – well, no, they played Dallas. Really? I think. Or did that was, that – was that next week, upcoming week? That's upcoming week. There's no way. I don't think they I don't know. I'll find it. But um, after Jarek McKinnon, Justin Jefferson, 36 points. Then after him, Miles Sanders, 34. Christian McCaffrey, 33 and a half. Jalen Hurts, 33 and a half. Jerry Judy finally came online, 33.3. Um. Then Jared Goff with 32 and a half. Yeah, I mean, finally, Russell Wilson actually did decent. And then he just got crushed in this game. Did you see him come out with the concussion? No. He wow. was not. They zoomed in like on his face, and you could see his eyes and stuff. And it was, he was not there when he was laying on the ground after that hit. That's bad. But Jerry Judy did good. Um, after him, Jared Goff, 32 and a half, uh, Patriots defense with 30, almost 31 Jamar chase with 30 and a half. And then to round out the top 12 Eagles defense with 30 and a half. Nice. So there you go. This is a side note. I think Jarek McKinnon's picture is like squished and stretched out sideways. Cause he kind of looks really wide and short in this picture. That's on the, on the <laughs> McKinnon. I'm dude. I, I'm trying to get my password going right now. You can't having, log in. Yeah, we're having some. Oh, Colin. Yeah, Colin can't adjust. I still have it on my phone, dude. Playoffs. We're, we're fine. Not even worried. All right. So that takes us to about where we want to be, which is rankings, records, and the like. So I'm sure everybody's pretty much checked it out and where they're at at this point. But for those who haven't exactly looked at the full scope of things at this point, here's how things have shaken out. Here are the official seeds for the postseason. Okay. Matt is at number one. I got number two. Tyler got number three. Ungi got number four. Colin got number five. Blake got number six. So the top six seeds make the playoffs. Seed number seven, Dylan. Seed number eight, Shuey. Seed number nine, Tom Roth. Seed 10, Mike. Seed 11, Thomas. Seed 12, Lucas. Hey, Lucas is hot. The bottom, that's right. The bottom seven teams are in the pit of punishment. So, so... That being said, we'll talk about the pit of, pit of punishment first. Um, starting at the bottom, Luke and Thomas. Luke won this week, and Thomas actually had a nice week for himself. But they are both four and ten right now. 
and they are starting off on the bottom level of the pit of punishment. So they're already in the danger zone, but it just is what it is. If they win in in this first week of the postseason, they'll sort of um, move themselves out of the danger zone there. Right above them are Mike, who's at five and nine, and then Tom Roth, who's at five and nine. And Tom Roth has worked yeah, himself dude. up from last place. Holy yeah, shit. He's actually big time. Come and like line. you said, that that win this week, huge. Right. Because he would have been a four and tenner. So Tom Roth got the nine seed. So him and Mike are gonna play on the second level of the pit. And the winner, like Basically, the loser of that matchup is going to drop down a level and they'll be in danger at that point. Yep. So it's still a little bit of the danger zone there. And then above them, we have Shuey, who lost this week. So he's at six and eight with the eight seed. And then Dylan right above him, who lost this week, he is seven and seven. And he is the seven seed. So that might be a little lucky for Dylan. I don't know. Triple seven. Somehow, yeah, triple sevens. Um, he is seven and seven. His overall record is tied with Blake and Colin right now. And so uh, we tried to explain what we thought would be the tiebreaker, like before all this took place, if this scenario happened. And we were almost right, except there's a slight um i don't know we we, we missed one a small, small detail step. right right and basically it's it is this that each seed is determined individually so when determining the the number 1 seed the whole league is put into a pool and it and the team with the best win loss ratio gets the number one seed. So that's Matt because he is 11 and three. He has the best record. So when determining the fifth seed, there is a tie for that fifth seed. And so three-way tie, a three-way tie for that fifth seed, but we are only determining the fifth seed with that tiebreaker. So basically Colin, which orders, What's the order of how it's so, determined? Right. So it goes overall record, which they're all tied seven and seven. Then it goes to head-to-head record. And each of them, out of the three of them, have a tied head-to-head record. And I have it right here, actually. Colin won against Blake but lost against Dylan. Blake won against Dylan but lost against Colin. And Dylan won against Colin but lost against Blake. So, so that was one a and one. So it's a right. wash between the three of them. So then the next level of a tiebreaker goes down to points four. And out of the three of them, Colin had the most points four with 1,922.32. Let's go. Dylan was number two. He had 1,904.58. And then Blake had 1,892.1. So that is the level of the tiebreaker that it came down to. Only for the fifth seed. Only for the fifth seed. So that's the the technical part. 
So Colin gets the number five seed. So when we go to the number six seed, which is the last position in the playoffs, that process resets because there are two people tied for that number six seed, and that is Blake and and Dylan. And so the process of the tiebreaker resets. So it goes through the same thing. What's the overall record? Well, they're both seven and seven, so that's a tie. Then it moves to head-to-head record. And in this situation, Blake has the head-to-head win over Dylan. So Blake gets the edge, and Blake gets that number six seed, which means that Dylan, Dylan excuse me, gets that number seven seed. And so that is how that played out. And it was a little bit different than we thought. Um, yeah, I, I just thought it was going to be like I thought in that I thought the three way tie was going to determine both seeds at one time. All three seeds at one time. Three right. seeds at right or like the last. That's what we. That's playoffs, what we thought. Yeah. That if it got to the third level of a tie break, that basically the order of points four would determine those three seeds. But I looked into like. The way, this is the way the computer has it, is the way it happened, uh, where Colin got the fifth seed, Blake got the sixth seed, Dylan got the seventh seed. And so I looked into why, and I, we obviously discovered the technicality where it's each seed is determined individually of each other. And I think, it, I think that the process makes sense. Um, we are setting a precedent by letting this go through as opposed to potentially arguing to have the tiebreaker work in a different way. Um, but I think this is for the best in it. I mean, I, I just don't, I don't know how we could change it. Like, well, I, I mean, it, yeah, go ahead. So if I, I was thinking like how, to, if we were to change it, that just would have meant with the three-way tie, it would have been the same parameter so then it would have went to best score between Blake and Dylan and then Dylan would have got in over Blake right well the the alternative that I basically see in the way that we kind of thought that it would play out is that when it hits that three-way tie like for seed five we thought okay that tiebreaker determines all three seeds Right. Yep. That's not the way it happens. Instead, it's more of a rinse and repeat. Like once seed five is determined, if there are still teams that have a tied record, you repeat the process again to determine the next seed. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think I agree with that. So let's say there's four people tied. Yeah. Or what, you know, it's going to go, hey, everyone's tied. Who wins this tiebreaker? Okay. Then it goes to the next three. Right. Okay. It, I like it, that. The same process for any number of ties. But basically, the, the difference that we thought, the way this played out, we expected Dylan to have the edge over yeah. Blake because Dylan has more points for. So we were thinking, okay, it's all in the realm of the three-way tie. Right. And taking like the order of points four because like I said we're, we we're tied that, head to head matchups. Right. Then it Instead, goes point four. We're only determining that fifth seed 
with the three-way tie. So once we realize that Colin has the most points for out of all three of the guys that are tied, he gets he immediately gets that fifth seed, and then all teams go back into the wash, and we say, okay, now we're determining the sixth seed. And so we're going to say who has the best overall records. Well, there are two teams that have the best overall records for this sixth seed, and they're both tied seven and seven. And then you say, okay, who has the head-to-head? And Blake actually has the head-to-head, so that's how that's determined. Which I can see if you're Dylan, you're hoping it, you know, the other way where it's right. points four. But if you're Blake, you're gonna be like, dude, how the hell? And I obviously, beat, beat like I said, this is the way it's like set in the computer, and so I can see reasonably the argument for both sides. And that's why I said, and I, I reached out to Dylan today to see what he would have to say about it. And he was cool about the way it played out and everything. But I was just like telling him, like, basically, this is a precedent. I don't know if it'll ever happen again, but it could. And so if it does happen again, we're going to let it play out the way the computer plays it out. And I think that's probably easier. Like it's definitely going easier. We won't have to like monitor custom, these situations. Right. Because I very well could have missed this. Like, if we didn't talk about it before and didn't expect what would happen, right? We, we would not have known like, why. Okay. We would have to, yeah. we would have, I mean, I would have to go figure out why exactly it all happened the way it happened. And I, I, de- I definitely, it. like, when I was going to bed, I was like, okay, I'm in, Dylan's in, Blake's out. Right. Didn't you say Blake texted you? Yeah. Well, he, he was out. Yeah. Same thing. He was like, he thought it was points four. Because right. we were all tied, but then it ended up being head to head, which makes sense because it's everyone's tied. Who wins that tie? Right. And then moving on, you know, next seed. So, I mean, I mean it just sucks because, you know, even if you've had it a different way, like someone's going to get cut out. It may, that sucks. makes the most sense because that is the exact process you use when there aren't ties. You take right. one seed at a time. Right. Who's, who's the, so who's one, who's two, who's right. three, who's four, any, who's five. Any team that isn't seeded gets thrown back in the pool and gets evaluated for that next seed. So it's just like the way it works. So I personally so D- could, Dylan could was argue, fine fine with yeah, it. He said yeah, he was so. fine with it, and yeah. I think it is what it is. It's gonna suck for, for somebody, so I don't know. I appreciate right. that Dylan's right. not making a big deal about it. I could totally understand both sides of the argument here. I would, I could reasonably argue for both sides and not even be right. Think Like I could think I was right on both sides. Yeah. So we just needed a side and it is what it is. This is the easier way to go. I mean, we would be changing the, what we would be changing the result of what happened at this point. Right. And I just think that since this is what the computer defaults to, Right. It, it just has to make, I, I mean, it, it has to make the most sense. Yes, I agree. And I hope that people don't have a problem with it. If they do obviously say something, it should, it doesn't really matter for anybody more than Dylan and Blake. So at this point, right. Blake is happy with the result. And I already checked with Dylan and, and he is cool with what happened. I know he wishes that he made the playoffs, but it is what it is. Well, cause I mean, if you think about it, he he was pretty close to winning that tiebreaker because I only had him by how many? Dude, what sucks is that Dylan had the record low week. 
Right. So if he like, scored a hundred points this week, he's in. Let me let me go back to the points four really quick because Dylan only has it was close, dude. I'm 18, pretty sure he has less than eighteen points less than you do. Right. So if he puts up one of his weeks that he was doing, right, I'm if, out. If, if he would have played Chuba Hubbard over Alexander Madison, he would have beat you out, and then it would have been him who got that number five seed, and then it and then actually Blake would have been out a head to head between you and Blake. Yes. So oh, wow. literally, I mean, and I know it really sucks and I don't want to like, I'm not trying to rub it in Dylan's face, but I'm just trying to explain. It's not like Dylan lost this game. I mean, he could have still lost and, and got to the playoffs. What really killed him was the lack of points for in this game. If he would have lost the yeah. game by two points, 91 to 93, he would be in the playoffs right now, but he lost sixty six to ninety three. And and yeah, that sucks. So I mean, it comes down to that much. But like, I but that I mean, I like how that is a factor, though. That shouldn't. That is a prime example of why people should want to play their best possible starting lineup each week. Because it could come down to ties like this. And and I lost. Colin lost this week. Blake lost this week. And they Blake both lost. made the playoffs. Right. But so it really came down to, even though we're all losing, who, you know, scored. Yeah. So just to take it back to our last podcast, out of the five guy, out of the five teams in the middle, Ungi, Blake, Dylan, Colin, Shuey, four out of the five of them lost this week. And the only reason it was only, you know, four, not five, is because Ungi played Blake, so one of them had to win. So Ungi beat Blake, and everybody else wow. who was win and get in lost. If Shuey would have won in this scenario, Shuey would have been locked in, and then it would have been points four again, which probably would have been you. Damn. <laughs> we are a bunch of bitch boys. Win and get in, we can't do it. So I just, I don't know, it just... That that'll make. If I was in Dylan's shoes and I heard us talking about this, I would be like, "Fuck that Fuck is so you. goddamn annoying." Yeah. But for everybody else, this is an example of what, it, like, just how close things can be in this, like, you know, in fantasy. And I, did, I feel it came down to I feel literally terrible for Dylan. Honestly. Eighteen points. But I would if. Over Blake the whole season, yeah. Over the whole it. entire season, Colin has 18 more points than Dylan did, and that's ah. what determined this playoff. That is crazy. And Dylan, he he's a big man, like in I'm talking about in a good way, like not sarcastically. I'm just talking about he's a good person, and he's like, dude, we want to be in a competitive league, and this just shows that it's competitive. Like this tiebreaker at yeah. the end, that's what he was saying to me earlier. He, yeah, I knew he'd be like, and like that. it's if like, it was yeah, me, I'd be I like, agree. fuck everything. Well, I, I mean, we want this league to be competitive. So when it comes down to shit like that, I don't know. I mean, he could have, I, you know, he could have made a better choice on his uh, starting lineup, and that maybe would have made a difference. He could have made a better choice any other week besides this week too, to get those extra eighteen points. But maybe you just made a one better lineup. Uh, Brown's defense is going to win me the whole season. There you go, dude. 
that went against Mike. That Browns defense, those points from the Browns defense last week, not only did that get you the win for last week, but it projected you above Blake and Dylan in points four for the season. Because yep. you were, let me see. Blake had let he had about 30 points less than you. And Dylan had 18 points less than you. So they were close. Wow. They it in terms of points four, Colin was number four, Dylan number five, Blake number six. For the whole season. Who's, okay, can we run through that real quick? Sure. Because so it was, oh, let me guess. <laughs> Mr. Commissioner. Yeah, sure, we could run through it. I'm number one. <laughs> so, number one, Graham Gano balls. Yeah, right. 2,125.08 points for. Sheesh. Tyler has number two. He has 2,012. So, I have almost a whole week's. <laughs> then, then the number one, Damn, then dude. Tyler, then the number two guy. After that is Matt. He's got two thousand point four. Matt and Elliot. Matt and Elliot. So the the two, three, and one are the top three point four, like point getters on the season. Right after the top three are the guys we were just talking about: Colin, Dylan, and Blake, respectively. And then right after that is Shuey, uh, Ungi, Mike, Luke, Thomas, and Tom Roth. So pretty, I mean, pretty close other than Ungi, Dylan, and Shuey. Like for points four compared to what, what the. Definitely close. Yeah, yeah, definitely close. I will say, like, there are some that are sort of outliers on here. Ungi, I would consider to be an outlier. It's like he looks weird. He is the number four seed, but he is like what? Number nine, number eight overall points four on the season. Yeah, that's because he's weak. He's no chance. He's also been getting <laughs> stomped. He has the most points against uh, this season. He has 2,001 points against this season, which is the most. He's getting beat up. It's funny. Me, Matt, and Tyler are all right back to back. And I am, what am I? Seven. Matt's eight. Tyler's nine. In terms of points against. So, like, you got good points for. And so, I mean, some of these, though, are kind of skewed because, like, Right now, I feel like my lineup is trending down. Like, I, I was healthy at the beginning of the year. I had a shit ton of points, right. and I've been sucking. Like, Luke, Thomas, like, they're playing way better now. I got to be more scared of them than some right. other people. I, there are teams in the pit of punishment that I'm glad are not in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. for sure. I'm not even – I'm not even – that's not exaggeration or I'm not kidding. I'm – like there are some teams in the pit of punishment that are actual contenders. It just and sucks when you, your team's starting to get good late. Yep. Like I, I mean, I I don't feel see. I was thinking about this game. after you brought it up the other day, and we were talking about the format of our playoffs, and it sucks. Like if you know you you weren't good at the beginning of the season, you started to come online, like at the end, and like like Lucas a little bit, 
now he's got like a decently strong starting lineup and it just sucks. He's got no, he had no way to like make the playoffs at the end. And I agree with you, but I also think like the whole season should matter. Like, look what we just saw with like Dylan literally didn't make the playoffs by 18 points on the whole entire season, 18 points over the whole entire season. Right. And sometimes I think what I was doing too, there was a few weeks where I was almost like, Hey, it's early. Like who I'll I'll stash a player instead of like making a move. It's I think I might care more about just if you're hurt, just getting wins or like at least trying or at least trying to score, you know? Right. I don't, I don't know. There's There's more strategy than you think. Yes. There's way more ways to do this than I can think of, or, you know, like you can run a team however you fucking want to. And And there's no right answer. Produce a roster however you want to. Like some of these guys make no moves on a season. And some of these guys like me, I make a thousand moves on the season. And it's like, you know, I'm, I, I don't know if I'm on the right track or not. I don't know. Like, it's a lot of luck that I'm well, I, I mean, I'm down to. I, dude, I'm telling you, I am so lucky to be in the playoffs. I just the way it worked out. Yeah. I, I just feel like it has to be a whole season worth of record yeah. to like get you into the playoffs. Otherwise, what is the first, like, what do we do? Preseason games that don't really matter <laughs> for seeding? Like, I don't yeah. know. Get, get used to the players, see how they're going to do it's this like, year. You got to draft players well, to start the season off. Also, too, like I know Luke was super hurt. I keep saying about Luke, but he probably did really with how deep our league is. The, you know, I don't know if you could have went back and been like, "Hey, he should have done this then." I mean, he was just hurt. Yeah, know? that's tough to say. I mean, you can see where I think because like I think it's good. Like, it's good work though that he's like got his team back together. You know, he's still. Right. Like you can see on these final standing projections. And I don't know how they could possibly be right because right now they have Dylan projected to finish six. And he's not even in the top. I mean, it's just like, I don't know how that works. Play in game. We don't know. But the thing, what I mean, you can see the trend of the whole season basically. And it's like Mike, who was projected number one for many of the first four weeks of the season is now projected to finish nine. And it's like somewhere along the line, something happened on his roster to make to to alter the projection for the season. I mean, just like, you know, injuries or whatever, or I don't know. Something along the lines happened and his projection fell. On the flip side, like Matt, he was projected to finish 11 and he's now projected to finish one. And Ungi projected to finish 12, now projected to finish four. And they've been yeah. trending that way the whole season. The whole but my, time. But my point is, at some point in the season, like, I don't know, for Ungi, maybe it's like when DeAndre Hopkins came back, all of a sudden, True. he's now got and, like and a I, top like, 10 receiver on The flip team. side, I made it long enough with like Cup and those guys in there where I had enough wins to to float you through the five. Yeah. Well, if you have wins at the beginning of the season – and your team gets injured, you have time to piece together two, three more wins to put you in the playoffs. Yep. Whereas if you can't get, if you can't bank wins at the beginning of the season, then you are counting on your roster, like 
coming into fruition and like being what you drafted it to be by the end of the season and counting on like either people coming back from injury or having never been injured. I mean, that's, that's another thing. Like early injuries are Killer. much worse than late injuries. Cause then you can kind of see like, Oh no, I don't know about that. Why not? I had two early injuries and I'm fine. Yeah. But you, you had way more time to. You're saying, are they, I thought you, I thought you said early injuries are worse for your team. I think so. Well, I mean, I had time over the season to like get a new quarterback after Trey Lance. Yeah, I guess you're right. Because originally when he got hurt, my projection from the computer was in the fucking tank and it didn't come back up until I finally got Geno Smith and finally started to play him in my starting lineup. That was what that would be interesting to look at because I would consider like cup and stuff a late injury, but I would consider that better than me losing him. Right away, because I bet I mean he basically won me multiple games. Okay, in that respect, you know what I mean? Yes, yes. Well, those two, yes, because I I can't replace him. I guess the difference there without like some crazy trade. You were obviously counting on Cooper Cup to be good from day one, and I was counting on Trey Lance being good in the end of the season. Yeah, and quarterback. Uh, That's just the play. That was my gameplay by drafting him. But I know what you're saying. Like, yeah. You got the wins from that guy being on being in your starting lineup for those six games. And if I didn't have him, and a lot like of times, if like her game one or two, I don't think I could have rebuilt. A lot of times, middle and end of season, it's easier to sort of see how waivers are going and like what guys are valuable and like because we injuries we, we around have a the whole league, game, almost a whole season of like watching them, right? Like, who's and injuries lie. around the league open up holes for certain guys to come up, like. There are definitely better examples than this, but I'm thinking of like Lamar um, Murray, Latavius. Latavius Murray. Yep. It's like, who the fuck is Latavius Murray? All of a sudden, I don't know. he's like a, a big guy. part of your lineup. I mean, he's a starting yep. running back. He probably would be on most rosters right now. At least like, a where did he come from? Right. Hey, I mean, I think he's projected like 14 again. So those things happen through the season, and you're probably right. I think there's probably more. Uh, it's easier to find guys like that, like middle of the season rather than beginning of the season. Because they're they're kind of available too, because a lot of people haven't got hurt. So well, no one's yeah. going to go out of the way for like a beginning of the season. All those guys were available like on waivers, but it's just so risky. Enough... You're like, who the yeah. fuck is this dude? We didn't but, have enough I mean, data on them to know if they were valuable or they were down on the depth chart so they weren't even getting playing time at that point in the season like it's kind of crazy how much changes on these teams on like real nfl teams during the season like i don't know if this season is an outlier in terms of injuries but it feels like it there have been we have gone through so many players so many dude it seems like there's more concussions maybe it's just because i'm well i think they're being strict about them yeah more strict yeah after what's his face uh, to uh, uh, beginning, yeah. beginning oh, of the season, yeah. they crack down. Anybody who looks like they have any hint of a concussion on the field, they are pulling off. They're not going to let them go back and then put them in the, in the protocol and they're out for probably one week minimum. Which has they're, been kind of cool. Like down. if you have a secondary receiver, 
I mean, yeah, well, obviously, you it's don't want nice to, to know, but it's kind of like, hey, dude, well, no, this you don't want to root for definitely concussion. probably out. Right. But the thing is, it's nice to know, unless it's like a super, super severe, and it's hard to tell when they first happen, and you're seeing them on TV, but it's nice to know when they go in the protocol, it's pretty much they're not going to play that next game. So that for fantasy is nice because it's consistent. And then you can say, okay, well, who's the next guy up? Who's going to follow this guy? So you pretty much know, like, okay, we got a one-week starter, you know, right yeah. now. Did you see that? This is a shot in the dark, but there was a receiver – who like stopped the play because the other receiver was like fucked up, had a concussion. Did you see that? Mm-mm. Like okay. the, the protocol people missed it. I'll find it. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, they're the concussion guys. They're like watching from the press box and they're watching from the sideline. I think they're probably watching the TV cameras too. So they, it's not like they can see everything, but, but uh, yeah. So, it's crazy. We're to the playoffs. We're to the postseason. Do you want to talk about the bracket before we go here? Yeah. All right. So the top of the bracket, number one and number two, Matt and myself, we both get buys. On Matt's side of the bracket, he gets the four and five seed, which is Ungi versus Colin. In Let's round go. one. So the winner of Ungi versus Colin plays Matt in round two. On my side of the bracket, I have the Twister and the Suck Jobs. So hopefully one of them sucks the other one up. Hey, we got two suckers here. A tornado and a suck job. <laughs> Dude, so this is this a, a tornado. I, I believe you you can correct me if I'm wrong, but Zach. I know for a fact beat me twice this season, and that's who okay. I'm playing. Oh wow! Who who are Tyler's losses to? Tyler's losses. I, I believe he may have a couple losses against uh, BB here. I think that's true. I think Blake was one of his few losses. That's true. I think. I do not have it in front of me, but I believe that is the case. Actually, early in the season, Blake beat Tyler. So, I mean, yeah, precedent is there for Blake to get the win over him this week. Tyler has lost to Blake twice, confirmed. He did text me something about that. I just wanted to make sure. Wow. So, two? Yep. Both matchups in round one of the playoffs, you're telling me our team's going against a team that's already beat him twice in the season? That's what I'm saying. Tough to beat a team twice let alone three times. So that'll be crazy if these teams can pull it off. Okay, now I want to say what I wanted to say before. The Shitsville suck jobs versus the Twister. Imagine a Twister going through a Shitville. <laughs> and just the... Who wins the terrible... suck off? No, I'm saying <laughs> if a Twister goes through like a real town, the shit destruction, bill. but then a Shitville town. Where everything is made of shit, I'm assuming. <laughs> that would be a fucking nightmare. Anyways. <laughs> that's what I had in my mind. Is he even going to want to twist? I don't know. Tyler, I think just for the good of everybody, maybe just don't twist through the Shitsville. Maybe twist around the Shitsville or something. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> the Pit of Punishment 
Shuey and Dylan are on the top line. Mike and Tom Roth are in the middle. And then battling it out on the bottom, Lucas and Thomas. So I would not want to play some a lot of those people. I think basically I, I can boil it down to this. If you win two games in the pit of punishment, you will not have to worry about being punished. Like if you win two games at all, I think you don't have to worry about being punished. Three rounds? Out of three rounds, you need to win two. Because, like, okay, if you're on the bottom, if you're Thomas or Lucas and you win one, you move up a level and you win another one, you move up to the top, and then you can't get back to the bottom. There's not enough rounds to get back to the bottom after that. And then, like, if you're – if you happen to move down to the bottom like you are Mike or Tom – and you lose your first one and you drop to the bottom and you win two in a row, then you're not going to win two. You got to win two. So could, we could potentially have a double matchup. What does that mean? First round, third round. Oh, yeah. Potentially you play the same team in the third round. Yeah, yeah for sure. That'd be cool. That could definitely happen. There is no guarantee you play everybody in – um the pit of punishment. It's a free for all. It is a free for all. You, if you win, you're able to climb. You're able to climb one level, try to get the fuck away from the bottom. I think maybe the bottom's like filled with scorpions or something. Mm-hmm. Snakes. It's, a real maybe. Pit. it's like Indiana Jones movies. Right. Indiana Jones esque for sure. So I'm excited. I, I, okay. This brings me to another topic. I think that we should eliminate the open bar tab as a potential punishment. I would agree. But I you want to hear depends. my you want yeah, to hear my reasoning behind it? Yeah, I do. I just think that it's bullshit. You bought into the league, you paid your dues, and now if you lose, you're gonna have to pay like what? Like, let's be realistic. What's a fucking open bar tab for an hour going to be? Even if we put limits on it, it's going to be several hundred dollars. Yeah. 12 of us. That's bullshit, dude. I would be pissed off if I had. I, I just don't see anyone that loses wanting that. Nobody's going to want that to do that. Right. But I, I mean, like if, that, that would be. Yeah, like, I mean, that's, it's one thing to make somebody do something. It's another thing to make them like pay money out of their pocket to do something maybe you know we I mean? should uh vote in a replacement for that one another option you think we should vote in another option or just eliminate a fourth option i guess i guess adding in run run through the options so right now we have tomato tomato firing squad which seems to be carrying a lot of steam around the league yeah, right now seems I, to be I think that's gonna win it want to choice tomatoes yeah uh, the second one would be league car wash, which is the losers got to wash all the everybody else in the league's vehicles. And we're we're a lot of truck guys in this league, so it's not uh, any small vehicles. Yeah, we're all I mean? going mudding. Yeah, and I'll go mudding beforehand. And then uh, the other one is the beer mile, which is like you know, I'm I'm probably not too confident in myself with the beer mile. Oh, I, I don't know. I if would I'd be rather do terrible. that. Terrible at the beer mile, but I'm just saying like, at least I'm not spending 400 bucks. 
you know? Yeah, I'd much rather do a beer mile than... I might rather do a beer mile than washing cars. Like, I don't think that it's... I don't think that it's an over-the-top punishment, but I don't think we should do punishments that you, like, literally are paying. Forced. Like, you're paying... It's like, hey, uh, sorry, mom, I can't get a Christmas gift. I lost fantasy. Right. Like, what... (laughs) I don't... I don't... I just feel bad, like, you guys are all my friends. I don't think... I don't think the winner... Would make would pick that no. not me either. I almost I mean we like, can eliminate it, but there's no way. I almost put in the the playoff group text to like do like an unsaid uh thing where we just the winner would just not pick the that open bar tab and just not tell the losers that it was off the table, just like make them sweat it out. Because I really think that's the worst one. Like I I, I feel like that is by far the worst one. Yeah, I mean, I, I can get smacked with tomatoes all day, but imagine going to the bar with all your friends and just watching them fucking oh, slam oh, drinks man, on your dude. dime. Okay, That'd I just so thought of how off. funny it would be if they weren't even allowed to drink while they were there for that. Oh, well, I wouldn't, dude. I'd be like, I'll have a yeah. glass of ice. Yeah, water, keep I, the tab as cheap as possible. Yeah. yeah, that's true. All right, so basically I'm going to put out, I feel like it's already kind of okay with, people but yeah. i'm going to put out an official petition to remove that one and if i hear a stink about it we'll try to add another potential punishment even though it might be a little bit bullshit because there are people that know that they are not risk well, let's just punished. say nick i would make the punishment as severe as possible right <laughs> yeah, now because exactly that's what yeah that's why like, we predetermined I, i'm talking them. shit i don't care anymore it's like, that's why we picked boy. for the draft so that this wasn't an issue but Anyways, prepare yourselves for the playoffs because they are upon us. But this podcast is almost what the what the hell are we gonna do without fantasy? Me and you are gonna do another podcast. Wait. Do something real fun. Depressed we'll in the cold. Depressed in the cold. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. No sports. Welcome into depressed yeah. in the cold. Colin and Nick. How you doing? Cold and depressed. <laughs> yeah. How's work good? Great. I fucking love it. <laughs> All right. So no, that wraps things up. Yeah. I'm excited. We, we'll do another one that we can dive into some of these matchups and shit. And I I really want to talk about like the top players from the regular season. Like go through all the list. Yeah. Like, we can look at the and dude, there's I think there's some people on there that are hurt. They like, are. For, Cooper, oh, Cooper Cup is Cup still with, towards the top. Yeah. And he's hurt. Wild. He hasn't played most of the season. Wild. It's wild. Hey, get waivers in. The yeah, big get waiver your waiver claims in. They're coming in. boys out there. Tonight. Dog. All right, boys. Good luck this week. For calling the mustacheless. The, the I'm playoff. Calling for calling the playoff. Calling the mustacheless playoff. I am Commissioner Humphreys. Peace. Peace. I'll bring the beers. I'll bring the beers.